Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to America's Heroes Group on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. I am Vietnam veteran host Cliff Kelly. America's Heroes Group is a live streaming podcast, global platform, radio, print, and digital media broadcast show that empowers change agents through intentionally disseminating information, resources, and referrals to empower our military population. And with that, welcome to America's Heroes Group, this time our roundtable and partner with the Heinz VA Women's Healthcare. Today is Saturday, November 19th, 2022. November is Military Family Appreciation and Alzheimer's Disease Awareness Month. You just heard Cliff Kelly, our host. I'm Sean Claiborne, National Guard veteran and co-host. Our executive producer is Glenda Smith and our digital media producer is Ivan Ortega of Scouts Honor Productions. And we have a panelist with us today, Ms. Sonia Ebodeman is a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and lead peer specialist at the Heinz VA Medical Center working with patient experience. We're going to talk about peer support services and peer support groups. Did I say your last name right? Last name is Ebo Timmon. Ebo Timmon. Is that, is that mm-hmm. right? Is that, okay. I want to yes, make sure we got that right. Think of your elbow. Huh? Timmon. Okay, yeah. Think of your elbow Timmon. <laughs> there you go. Appreciate that. So now, what do we have to talk about peer support services and groups? Because I know this is a very important topic. Peer support groups are very helpful in the healthcare field. And I know we're getting a lot of traction with this in the VA healthcare system. So what do you have to tell us about that? So first thing I want to say about peer support in general, what it is. So peer support is actually a new uh, provider class where veterans who have already navigated the systems in VA who are in successful recovery journeys, whether it's from a mental health journey or a substance abuse journey. And our job is to come alongside other veterans and also help them navigate the system. Kind of like the buddy system when we're in the military. Mm-hmm. The benefit of that is that the peer specialists that they work with have the patient experience, But we also have the employee knowledge, so we're able to get them to the right resources that they need and also utilize our own recovery journey to help connect them to services in VA or services in the community of their choice. Hmm. So how successful are these peer groups when you put when you put veterans in peer groups? What are some of the things that they experience and how do they what kind of success do they have with these? So I can say that, first of all, veterans like to talk to other veterans. And because we have that, been there, done that uh, kind of uh, recovery journey, we're able to share the resources, the knowledge that we've used in our own recovery journey, but then also receive uh, from other veterans. So it is a mutual helping environment. 
Um, our peer specialists, we actually can see veterans individually. And we also run a lot of different groups according to what we see is needed. So you may have a peer support specialist in our primary care working with veterans who may be experiencing uh, cancer diagnoses or uh, weight loss and things like that. We also have veterans who work with our homeless uh, department who help veterans who are uh, in the homeless population but help them find apartments and get them acclimated to being on their own again. We have veterans who work in mental health. And uh, we use, again, our recovery story, uh, our own successful journeys, whether, again, that's substance abuse or mental health services or both, to be a sense of hope to another veteran who may be ambivalent or to make sure that we're helping them along and making sure that what they want is actually being acknowledged. I think that's really so important. we do a lot of advocacy work yeah. as well. I think what you touched, what you said really, I think, is a, is a, is a cornerstone because you said what they want what they need as opposed to, you know, a lot of times people have the fear that sometimes if they get into a group or a group setting, they might lose control or they might feel embarrassed. How do people overcome that um, initial fear and how easy is it to get into a peer group? Well, first of all, peer specialists, one of our greatest, our greatest weapons, I'll say, uh, with uh, peer service and overcoming that ambivalence is the power to tell our own story. And so our peer specialists at Heinz, you can hear them nationally. You can hear them across the hospital, out in the community, telling their story um, to, again, uh, give that sense of hope to other veterans. And by doing that, the veterans have an open door. We open that door for them to come talk to us. Mm. Um, there have been times when pitch specialists have met another veteran at the front door and walked them through their, to their appointment, sat with them, waited till they're finished and walked them back out. And all the time that we're with them, we are communicating uh, what recovery looks like. We're communicating that the respect of getting help for the services that you need, getting mental health uh, help is the same as getting help if I would have broken my arm. Mm -hmm. It's just a different system of my body. So we really, really push the principle of recovery like person driven you get to decide what your recovery journey looks like you get to decide who your support people are going to be in your recovery journey you get to decide um, where you're going to live all of those things and then our job is to advocate another thing that peer specialists do at Heinz is we act as a liaison between our clinical department that may not have the military background and may not understand some of the lingo that our military veterans actually use. We can help smooth that communication uh, gap, bridge that gap, and get the veterans exactly what they need. Hmm. Did I ask you a personal question? You can. Well, do you have a story to tell as a peer, as a peer specialist? I have a story to tell. First of all, <laughs> you are talking to the uh, 2022 Veterans Health Administration National Peer of the Year. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And my story, I am a Marine Corps veteran with 
a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder resulting from military sexual trauma. Mm. My story, I came out angry as all get out. Took me 17 years to actually ask for help. And that only came after going through the homelessness multiple times and having one of my children actually come to me and say to me that she wanted to commit suicide. And so it was at that moment when I said to myself, you know, I can't keep faking it until I make it. I have to get help so that I can help my daughter. And uh, that was in 2010 when I went to the VA. And that was after calling the Veterans Crisis Line. I dialed that Veterans Crisis Line number, and the person on the other line sat with me for an hour and a half. Wow. Instructed me to go to Heinz. And when I went to Heinz, as I was traveling on bus through the parking lot, I started to cry because I felt like I was back at home. Mm. Felt like I was back on the military base. And... To be honest, when I wanted to mental health intake, person talked to me for 15 minutes and prescribed, wanted to prescribe me a medication. Now, I'm a black woman, and at that time, the only thing I knew about mental health was from watching Jack Nicholson and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. So giving me a prescription after 15 minutes was not happening for me. I heard that. And before I went and left, she stopped me and gave me other resources, which was fantastic. From there, I utilized several different programs at Heinz. I went through the trauma services program. I went through the homeless program. I uh, participated in compensated work therapy, now called Woke Rehab. I actually volunteered at the hospital. And for the last, I think uh, that was in 2010, 2011, I had a major surgery, and in 2012, I began working at Heinz. Wow. I began working at Heinz as a vocational specialist, helping other vets find work. Uh, 2013, I went to uh, Captain James Lovell VA as a peer specialist and then came back to Heinz. Uh, one of the things that happened when I went through trauma services is I was the last cohort of all female veterans going through a trauma program. Wow. And so when I went back to Heinz, the first thing I did was start a women's program, uh, a women's group. And uh, that group has been running since uh, 2014, 2015. It is entitled Confident and Courageous. Uh, Confident and Courageous is an actual program where we bring the ladies in, give them uh, give them lessons on the 10 principles of recovery, and then we empower them to think about what recovery is going to look like for them and then come up with different projects and empower them to develop that product, that project from beginning to end while we're supporting them and what they're doing. Absolutely going out into the community and making sure those things are happening. And I feel like by... Having them create the program and taking it out in the community, it gives them the sense of hope. The, it helps them remember the strengths that they had uh, while in the military and reactivate those strengths. Um, 
Our, our ladies, and right now that actual program is actually being piloted and getting ready to go nationally across the VA. Wow. Um, so we're really happy about that. That is, that's a remarkable story. And that, 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 I mean, if somebody were to meet you on the subway or meet you at a bus stop or meet you at work, they would never think they will see a successful, you know, proud, strong black woman who's looks like she got it all together. Never had no problems in life. Probably was an Ivy League graduate from Harvard or something like that. They would never think that. Well, a first of all, most civilians would never never think that associated with the Marines. First of all, second of all, right. they would never associate that. Wow, this person might have been homeless at one point in time, and it goes to show that you really can't judge a book by its cover. But also, we all have stories to tell. Every last one of us have a story to tell, and I like to say that the storms that I went through, right, were not just for me. Right, I had to learn a lesson in those storms, but those lessons that I learned were also for other vets that I run into other civilians that I run into. And so uh, the things that I went through, though it was hard at the time, it wasn't in vain because what was meant for harm or what was the bad things in life uh, actually is my greatest joy and what I use to help other people. That is where my passion lies. And I like to tell people uh, it's a wilderness experience or desert experience. And most people think, when you go to the desert, there's no growth. But there's a lot of things that actually go through the desert, and we talk about those things in group with the ladies and talk about all the different lessons that we learn and how we can use those lessons to uh, give back to uh, other people. So right now our uh, ladies are working on a lot of volunteer projects. Um, we have several ladies that have bought homes, have gone back to school, um, have several ladies that are giving back. We've started a nonprofit, hmm. um, Confident and Courageous Women Support, a female veteran support center as well, uh, to make sure that we not only reach the uh, veterans that are in the VA, but we got a whole slew of veterans outside in the community that may not be, uh, may be afraid to come to the VA. So we want to get out there and reach them and also get them the resources and the help that they need. And I can be honest, when I got out in 93, there was not a lot of programming for uh, females in VA. Wow. Which is why I didn't go to the VA. Why Why was that? Out. Why do you think that was? Well, uh, just like the military, um, it's a male-dominated environment. A lot of the resources were for male. And, and to be honest, Women make up maybe 3% of the entire military. So mm -hmm. there was not a, a big number of women in VA. Okay. However, when I got back in 2010, there was a whole wing, and it's still a lot of work to do. And I'm just happy that I'm part of the team that's advocating for us to uh, make that a more equal environment. Uh, because women serve, too. And we served uh, just like our, our male counterparts. All of us wore the boots. And so uh, we are really, really um, creating projects and doing things to uh, make sure that uh, people know mm -hmm. <laughs> we serve. 
Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, see, my military experience, I was in a, a medical company. I wasn't a medic myself. I was a mechanic, mm-hmm. but I was attached to a medical company. So then predominantly, my unit was probably 70% female. So when I go, even going to basic training, I remember I can go remember back to Fort Jackson and, and seeing where everything was segregated. And I don't know if they've if I've heard I've read some things or the experimental with having co-ed boot camp and co-ed. Right? We had co-ed AIT, but like you saw regiments of platoons and companies of women uh, trainees. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think it's, it's weird because like I mean it seemed women in civilian world. Uh, I, are that are veterans are invisible to me. I think you know, for, to most people, most people don't mm-hmm. never assume that a woman's a veteran, even though there's so many women veterans out there. But I think for I think men today, and I've joined in what ninety two. I think men today are getting more aware of the fact and used to the fact that there is there are women serving in the military doing all kinds of tasks. And you know the uh, and the the point that I mean to make uh, proof with the uh, the pudding. The, when you look at now how women can are being recognized, women are always in combat roles, but being recognized now and saying, "Hey, women are in combat," you, you, or by authorizing it, right? But women are already in combat, you know. So now you get paid for it, I Absolutely. guess. You know, so, so if there there's a woman sitting out there right now who's in an Army National Guard, or maybe she's a, uh, in reserves and Marines, and she has a lot of things in her mind she hasn't talked to anybody about or said anything to anybody about. What would you say to that person if they're listening right now? Well, the first thing I would say is, hi, my name is Sonia, and this is who I am. This is what happened to me. Would you like to share? And then I would like to say, if you do not know, the VA, Veterans Health Administration, has a lot of different resources available to you. If you would like to know more about those resources, here is my number. Here's my email address. Call me when you get ready to come. I'll meet you at the front door. I'll walk you from appointment to appointment, from office to office, to make sure that you have everything you need. And if you want, we can go to lunch afterwards. Hmm. And where does someone contact? If they wanted to go to a website or call, make a phone call, what would they call? Where would they call? So if they wanted to call me, you can dial me directly uh, at uh, Heinz. You can reach me at 708-202-2701, my office number. You can reach me by my VA cell, which is 708-275-0773. Or you can email me at Sonya, S-O-N-Y-A dot Evotimon, that's E as in echo, B as in Bravo, H as in Hotel, O as in Oscar, T as in Tango, E as in Echo, M as in Mike, E as in Echo, N as in Nancy, at VA.gov. I appreciate that for you, for you doing that. Because sharing your story, does it get easier as you do it? Or are you, have you, were there, was there a point when you were like embarrassed or, were that, or was there a time when you, it, it transitioned one day from being an embarrassing story or being an ashamed or a stigma to like, I'm going to own this? Absolutely. You know, there are still people in my family, my siblings, and I have seven sisters uh, that do not know fully my story. I have a twin sister who who I've talked to about it and one other sister who actually know the story uh, of what happened to me while in the military. But when I first 
started working on my uh, recovery journey, there was some shame. But going through trauma services and all of the lessons that they took us through, I realized that it, what happened to me was not my fault. And if there is any female vet or any veteran who has gone through a military sexual trauma, it was not your fault. And after I uh, figured that out, I was ready to figure out how do I fix it? Okay, now I know what's wrong with me and why I behave the way I do and why I'm so angry. How do I fix it? And I began educating myself by reading self-help books, keep going to support groups, talking to other veterans, and just really working my recovery journey. And um, and it doesn't have to deal with just what's happening mentally. I had to work on physical aspects and still working on that. And I had to work on socially, what was happening to me socially, because I was isolating a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So getting back out there in the community, uh, utilizing your strengths. And one of my strengths that I hadn't used in years was my ability to get in front of a group of people and speak. Wow. Um, wow. When I first, uh, my I got to cut you off right there, Sonny, my... we're running out of time. We got about, about 30 okay. seconds left. But that's that actually was a, a, a great cadence, a great stopping point of what you said, learning how to find your voice and learning how to speak about your experiences. And I think a lot of us need to, need to do that as veterans, even if you think you got it all together, I think being honest with yourself, looking in the mirror and being say, hey, this is who I am. This is what I've been through. This is what I've done. Um, I'm going to own it and let's share it and so we can get stronger as a community. And you never stop learning. <laughs> Sonia, I'm going to mess it up. At, at Boteman, did I get it right? At Boteman. At She's a U.S. Marine Corps veteran and leading peer specialist at the Heinz VA Medical Center. Get help, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen out there, veterans and service members. This is America's Heroes Group. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.